0: Party at the Bodega. What's up, everybody? This is your man, Ben's Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there this evening? I hope everybody's doing well. Well, guess what? Burning Man attendees' death, unrelated to the torrential rain flooding. All right. You know, I always got one for you people. All right. When I say you people, I mean everybody, no matter what color you are. The death of a man at the Burning Man Festival in Nevada was not related to the heavy flooding that forced thousands of attendees to shelter in place over the weekend, leaving them stranded in the desert, according to reports. The Pershing County Sheriff's Office said on Saturday that the death happened during this rain event in northern Nevada, though no additional details were immediately released. Event organizers on Sunday, The Independent reported, said the death of an unidentified 40-year-old man was unrelated to the weather. Emergency crews tended to the man on Friday and could not resuscitate him after he was found on the player, organizers reported. Organizers did not identify the man Though the next to kin were notified of his death, no further details has been released at the sheriff's office, continues to investigate. The sheriff's office continues to investigate. There was no further details about that situation about the guy that died at this burning festival up there in northern uh, Nevada. What is it called? Um, Black Rock? The Burning Man Festivals officials did not immediately respond to inquiries from the news sources that was asking questions. On Saturday, organizers of the Counter Culture Festival told attendees to shelter in a warm, safe place and conserve food, water, and fuel amid rainstorms. Both the airport and entrance to Black Rock City, Nevada, where the event is held, were closed because of the conditions. The measures came after more than one half inch of rain was believed to have drenched the festival site on Friday. The National Weather Service in Reno said at least another quarter of inch of rain is expected on Sunday. Images from the festival which began on August 27th and was expected to end on Monday showed people trudging through the mud as the event site. At the event site. I'm sorry, located about 110 miles north of Reno. Many of the people making their way through the mud were barefoot or, were, or was wearing plastic bags on their feet. The annual event is known for the burning of a large wooden effigy, which was supposed to take place Saturday night. Organizers posted on the event website the burning would take place on Monday night at 9 p.m. All right. So, some images from the festival, which began on August 27th and was expected to end on Monday, showed people trudging through the mud at the event site located about 110 miles north of Reno. Many of the people making their way through the mud were barefoot or wearing plastic bags on their feet. Mm, wonder why was it, why I wonder why it was raining so badly. On the Burning Man Festival. So guess it wasn't good and guess it wasn't meant to happen. Uh-huh. Guess your plans got derailed. Guess Mother Nature said, Hail to the nah. I'm tired of all of y'all. Guess what I got in store for all of this festivities this evening? And she just busted out with a whole bunch of rainstorms. And I bet you Father Tom said, ha, <laughs> ha, that's why I love you, bitch. Moving along. Don't, don't, do don, 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 don. Hey y'all, we love New York. I'm just messing around, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get your panties in a bunch. Alright, two arrested for Sunday night shooting near Whitehall Street gas station. Atlanta police have arrested two people in connection to a critical shooting from Sunday night. All right. Officials were called at a gas station and wing stop, a wing spot at 490 Whitehall Street, Southwest, just before 7 p.m. A woman had been shot. She was taken to the hospital in critical condition. Investigators learned just before the shooting. An SUV pulled up to that location. The occupants of that vehicle opened fire on the victim and left. When Georgia State Patrol later located the vehicle, they were able to detain two suspects and were granted warrants for their arrest. Kesley Ann Taylor Crawford, 30 years old, was charged with aggravated assault, aggravated battery, and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. Joshua Joshua Crawford he was 20 years old was charged with aggravated assault and attempted to flee and elude police. They are both are being held at the Fulton County Jail. Oh, oh, oh! They were shooting at this lady. They probably know this woman of some sort or there probably was some type of quarrel between the two parties. I don't know why they shot this lady, but we've Hopefully get further details about that situation that there, all right? Moving along. Police investigating downtown. Double shooting on Alabama Street. This is in Atlanta, all right? Atlanta. A shooting on the busy part of Peachtree Street near the underground sent two men to the Grady Hospital Monday morning. One woman described running for cover from those shots after she said she was attacked it happened on alabama street earlier this morning there was a shooting and literally i ran in and it was a whole mess said the woman who identified herself as cat and declined to give her last name the attacker started grabbing me choking me took my damn phone cat says she believes that the person who assaulted her may be the same person who shot the two men but police have not confirmed that but gunshot. both gunshot victims were transported to a local hospital. News cameras captured. Detectives gathering evidence at the scene well into the morning on Labor Day. So far, there have been no arrests. And the search for the shooters continues. All right. You like how I be telling the news, right? That shit's funny, honey. It's almost like goddamn Jamie Foxx on the Jamie Foxx show. Yes, sir. I always catch. All right. Escape Chester County Prison. Prisoner Danilo Cavalcante spotted on home surveillance camera. All right, hold up. I gotta set this up together. I have to sit down. All right. Escape Chester County. Escape Chester County prisoner Danilino or Danilo Cavalcante spotted on a home surveillance camera. Okay, Pecaton Township. Pennsylvania. Officials in Chester County announced their search for escaped convict, goes by the name Danilo Calvocante, was ongoing Sunday afternoon. In the announcement, they stated that they have beefed up search with additional law enforcement personnel on the ground, along with the already hundreds in search for Mr. Calvocante. Police are now also working with the residents in their homes making sure neighbors are safe and that the convict is not on anyone's property. Cavacante was captured on video by nearby home surveillance cameras early Saturday morning in Pocopson Township. The Chester County District Attorney Office says Danilo Cavacante is 34 years old and was spotted on a camera about 1.5 miles from Chester County Prison early Saturday morning one and a half miles from Chester County Prison early on a Saturday morning, about a day and a half after he escaped from the prison. Authorities say he was spotted on the 1800 block of Lenepe Road around 1230 in the morning and was wearing prison-issue pants, a light-colored T-shirt, and white sneakers. Our presence in the area has only gone up since this positive sighting last night stated supervisory deputy with the U.S. Marshal's Fugitive Task Force, Robert Clark. The reason we had that sighting is because the public was vigilant. His appearance also remained unchanged. As he was described as having long black curly hair, he was also seen wearing a backpack. He's been described as a five feet tall, 120 pounds, which is fairly small. Local police say they also receive a report of an attempted burglary around 11.30 p.m. on the 1,000 block of Ballantree Lane in Pocopson Township. Residents in that area are being asked to remain indoors and to lock their homes and vehicles as law enforcement conduct a search. Westchester University officials cancel all remaining Chester County classes on Friday out of an abundance of cautions. Longwood Gardens shuttered their doors over the weekend on the advice of law enforcement as the escapee was sought. Several roads are shut down as police continue to canvas a radius that spans several miles in each direction. Chester County District Attorney Deb Ryan is also asking neighbors to check their home surveillance cameras and to contact police if they observe anything suspicious in an afternoon press conference giving an update to the active search for Calvo Conte. District Attorney Ryan explained police have responded to well over 100 tips from various neighbors in the area, including allegations of a possible break-in into residential homes in the vicinity within a one to two mile radius of the prison. There is evidence to suggest that he is still in that local area. We do not believe he has gotten more than one to two miles away from the prison. Law enforcement is still actively, actively canvassing the area. We believe that he may be in a residential location that is comprised with hundreds of homes in the deeply wooded area at this time. But our search remains active. Please remain vigilant with your observations, especially given the long holiday weekend where people may be out of town it's very likely that the suspect would attempt to break into one of those homes. Calvicante was recently convicted of fatally stabbing his ex-girlfriend in front of her children in 2021. He was sentenced to life in prison late last month. Authorities say he is also wanted in connection with a 2017 murder in Brazil. Anyone with information about Mr. Calvicante is asked to contact police immediately. Authorities say a $10,000 reward is offered for anyone with information that leads to Conte's capture. All right? Ten racks. Ten bands. Probably could get you a car. Excuse the background, but you know, we out here. I already told you that. And you can listen. The ten bands, that could be a down payment for a new property. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Look for Cavacante's whereabouts. He might be terrifying somebody. He's probably mad at another um, girlfriend that's not his ex-girlfriend, but probably going to fucking do something crazy in front of her children. All right? Just think about the goddamn outcome here, people. Anyway, moving along. Milwaukee. Uh, There was a shooting. Two men wounded in separate incidents on Labor Day, Milwaukee. Milwaukee police say two men were shot and wounded in separate incidents on Monday, September 4th, 9th and Burleigh. Police first learned of a shooting near 9th and Burleigh around 9.45 in the morning, Monday. A 40-year-old Milwaukee man was wounded and arrived at a hospital for treatment. Officials say the shooting appears to be the result of a fight. And then, here we go. Although my computer want to be a bitch right now. 37th and Lancaster police are investigating the shooting of a 61 year old Milwaukee man near 37th and Lancaster officials say the shooting happened shortly before noon Monday. The victim was taken to a hospital for treatment of his injuries. Milwaukee police are seeking an unknown shooter. Anyone with information or any of these incidents, of any of these incidents, anybody that got information is urged to contact the Milwaukee police. you already know the number. I don't have to tell you because this is nationwide news, nigga. Let's keep it moving. Hold up. Let me talk a little bit of shit just for real quick. Uh I think everybody got a gun. I seen a homeless. I seen a couple of homeless people with guns. I don't know what the world is coming to, but a couple of homeless people with guns, I ain't ask no questions because I don't want to get shot, especially by not a homeless person. That's just, you know, that's just a chibachary. That's just, it surpasses my thinking, all right? But we're going to keep it moving, ladies and gentlemen. Teen Girl Kill in West Phoenix. Drive-by, excuse me, drive-by shooting. You know, sometimes I'll be burping. All right. Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix police are investigating the deadly shooting of a teenage girl that happened early Sunday morning. Officers were called to a neighborhood just southwest of 107th Avenue and Camelback Road at around 8 in the morning on September 3rd and found 15-year-old Gia Jeanette Brown with a gunshot wound. She died before she could be taken to the hospital, police says. Investigators say Brown was in her bed when gunshots hit the home between midnight and three in the morning. At least one of the several bullets that entered the house struck the victim. Sergeant Rob Shearer said it is believed that the home was the intended target of the shooting. If you have any information on this shooting right here, you're asked to call the police. She was a bright spot in everyone's life. This is statements from her family members. 15-year-old Gia had her whole life ahead of her, but that was taken away from her all too soon. She was a bright spot in everyone's life. Anyone she came in contact with, she would make your world amazing just from knowing her, said her aunt Gabby Dancy. Family and friends came together on September 4th to remember Gia. It took a life that is that this world is going to miss, said her aunt Terry Smith. Family says she was loved by many. She was a varsity cheerleader for West Point High School and always worked hard to get good grades. She is 15 years old and went to bed in her house, which should be a safe spot in her bed. And in the back of our house, our house was shot up, Miss Smith says. Phoenix police are asking for the public's help with tips, big or small. Any lead that may seem small or insignificant sometimes, those are the ones that turn into the big one that breaks the case, police says. Neighbors reacting to the teens shooting death. Neighbors say they heard what sounded like gunshots and some commotion. Logan Ronalds lives across the street and says he's frustrated with the what what he calls an uptick in this kind of crime in his neighborhood all right he's frustrated uh mr ronald's we all are frustrated trust and believe all right he said he and his brother were hanging out outside when they heard gunshots i'm kind of scared because i'm only 19 years old don't know what else can happen with the other stuff that happens around this neighborhood not too long ago All right, and it's still kind of scary. It's terrifying. I have nieces and nephews who come outside here to play, and it's kind of scary to think something might just happen to them. He said, "All right," he said something just a little while ago. All right. So what stuff that is he talking about? He's speaking in codes. Don't know what else can happen with the other stuff that happens around this neighborhood. Not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, he said it's like he's saying something. Okay, then Robert Portal also chimed in. He heard the gunshots last night. I just heard five gunshots. Pow, 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 he said. It feels sad, really sad. Ronalds said it is a scary feeling knowing something like this happened in your community. It's still kind of scary. It's terrifying, he stated. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Teen girl killed in West Phoenix. It was a drive-by shooting. Phoenix police are investigating the deadly shooting of a teenage girl that happened on early Sunday morning. Officers were called to a neighborhood just southwest of 107th Avenue and Camelback Road at around eight in the morning on September 3rd and found a 15-year-old Gia Jeanette Brown with a gunshot wound. She died before she she could be taken to the hospital. Right, investigators say Brown was in her bed when gunshots hit the home between midnight uh, and three in the morning. All right, at least one of the several bullets that entered the house struck the victim, Sergeant Robert Shearer said. It is believed that the home was the intended target of the shooting. If anyone, and they was asking if anybody got any type of information to contact the goddamn police in that goddamn subdivision area, all right? It is crazy. I uh, don't know, gun violence in America is a serious thing. This is like the cowboy country. This is the gun slinging of the West. These people refuse to let go of those guns. It's a big thing over here in America, and then we have a constitutional right to have a gun. Is on the Second Amendment, you see what I'm saying? Um, uh, and I always say this, I was like, bro, if you was to walk out your house without the gun, the whatever confrontation that you uh approach, that you run up on, uh, you might just get into a fight, you know. But who's to say the other person don't have a gun? You see what I'm saying? But people people are scared to fight, people are scared to get their ass whooped. People are just pussy, man. This is a big country filled with pussies. Because guess what? They're going to pick up a gun anyway and try to shoot somebody and shit like that. And somebody get to talking shit and your feelings is hurt. Guess what the person with the fragile feelings is going to do? They're going to go run and go pick up a gun. They're going to try to pick up a gun and start shooting shit. We raised a very brittle country, America. And this is your fault, Uncle Sam. You got everybody up in arms for nothing. There's people that's trigger happy. They're just ready to pull on that trigger. You know what I'm saying? They have been waiting their whole life just to bust. You see what I'm saying? Just keeping it G with you. Just making it. I'm just trying to make you understand my frustrations. You see? Just like Mr. Ronald's over there, over there in West Phoenix, you know? I'm frustrated, flabbergasted, I'm appalled, disgusted, shitfaced, mad, all at the same time because we keep getting the same news every day trying to make you people understand that you need to goddamn change these legislations so we don't have all of these fucking senseless violence in our communities. I am sick of it, all right? I've been doing this for a very long time, telling you the news. I don't want to hear about children getting shot while they going to sleep in the comfort of their own bed. Does that make any type of sense, ladies and gentlemen? We are sick of these stories. This is not the first story that I ran into since I've been doing podcasts, No. There's multiple stories of children getting shot by a straight bullet or in this case, this was an intended target. So they need to investigate this, investigate this situation right here and find out who the culprits are, because this shit cannot go unpunished. Well, moving along. Conagra frozen chicken strips, Hillshire smoked sausage recalled over possible contamination. Two food products were recalled due to potential foreign matter contamination. And the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Food Safety and Inspection Services, better known as FSIS, is telling consumers to throw the products out if they have them, the agency announced in a release Saturday. Recalls were issued for Conogra frozen chicken strips and Hillshire smoked sausage. Canogra brand is recalling 245,366 pounds of frozen chicken strips entree products that could be contaminated with pieces of plastics. The recall products have best buy dates of December 11th, 2024. They got January 1st of 2025, the best, you know, have best buy dates. You know what I'm talking about, right, ladies and gentlemen and January 7th, 2025. The FSIS announced Saturday the entrees were produced on June 20th, 2023, and July 11th, 2023, and also as well as July 17th, 2023. According to the FSIS, the recoil products are 8.9 ounces cartons containing one entree of banquet chicken strip meals with best if used by December eleventh, twenty twenty four, and they got another one that's January first, twenty twenty five, or January seventh, twenty twenty five, with the lot numbers saying five zero zero nine three one seven one two zero, lot numbers that says five zero zero nine three one nine two two zero, or lot numbers that say five zero zero nine three one nine eight two zero located on the side of the box. A recall for the product occurred after a consumer complained of plastic in the chicken strip portion of the food, which resulted in an oral injury after the person ate it. FSIS officials said they haven't received additional reports of injury or illness from eating these products. Consumers concerned about an injury or illness should contact a health care provider. These impacted products have the establishment number of EST p-9 I forgot what EST stand for but guess what I'm not a doggone on uh, FDA agent all right printed on the side of the box these meals were shipped to retail locations across the country and sold online In June, Conogra recalled thousands of pounds of its Marie Callender's frozen beef shepherd's pies due to potential foreign matter contamination. Separately, Hillsire Brands Company is recalling approximately 15,876 pounds of blended meat and poultry-smoked sausage products that may be contaminated with bone fragments, the FSIS reported. These recalled products or the 14-ounce Cryovac package containing one rope of Hillshire Farm smoked sausage made with pork, turkey, and beef with lot codes in the form of the establishment number. All right. That's what that means. I forgot. Establishment number. All right. I'm not about to break or tell you all of that because it's a lot of information. I'm going to just keep it moving according to the F- S.I.S., the ready-to-eat blended meat and poultry smoked sausage items were manufactured on June 14th, 2023. All right. The products, subject to recall, bear the establishment number 756A or 756-alpha. All right. Printed on the front of the package, officials said these items were shipped to stores in California, Maryland, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. FSIS reported one oral injury after someone ate the product but said there were no other reports of injury or illness from consuming these items. The agency expressed concerns that the products may be in refrigerators and freezers, and if consumers have them, they should be thrown away or returned to the store. All right? Put that on notice, ladies and gentlemen, for especially for the ones that like to go through the freezer department and get hot pockets and all of them goddamn uh, ready to cook microwave foods. Y'all have to pay attention to that because this concerns you guys. All right. I like to cook. All right. Oven made, goddamn boiling water, goddamn. That's how my mama raised me, and this is how I'm gonna keep on doing it. All right. Should I do another one? Let me see, ladies and gentlemen, should I do another one right here? All right. A baby is dead after being found with drugs in his system. All right. There's a town in um uh there's a town in Arizona called Surprise. All right. I'm just going to have to specify that because I don't want nobody getting confused. So a man that lives in the town called Surprise was arrested behind this situation where this baby died from some type of narcotics in his system. Details. Surprise, Arizona. A man in Surprise has been arrested in connection to a one-year-old boy dying after being found with a drug in his system. On September 2nd, Surprise Police responded to reports of an unresponsive baby. When they got there, they attempted life-saving measures until he was taken to the hospital where he later died on September 3, 2 in the morning. The hospital learned a narcotic was present in the child's system. After officers learned about those details, they said 37-year-old Roderick Begay was arrested and charged with multiple crimes related to the death of the child. He was taken to the Maricopa County Jail and is accused of manslaughter, child abuse, endangerment, and weapons charges as he's a prohibited possessor, meaning that he has a felony. He was not supposed to possess a weapon. This tragic investigation is ongoing, and we will not release the name of the child at this time. We do not expect any further updates until results of the medical examiner's report are known, by the Surprise Police Department says. All right, the relationship between the baby and Begay wasn't detailed by police, and no more information are available. God damn it, Mister Begay, what the hell is wrong with you? Are you a crack smoker? Ladies and gentlemen, or if you are consuming illegal drugs or very hard drugs, please go find help. You do not need to be parenting and doing drugs at the same time. It doesn't go together. Nothing but tragic or tragedy is going to derived from that situation you understand what I'm saying if you got a drug problem you stay away from the children and go get help all right this is the best thing for a man to say to you over a podcast station all right but anyway I'm gonna cut this apple pie short and sweet all right yes I do I gotta cut it short I gotta go I know you want me to do some more, but I don't have to. I can't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? I will give you one later, all right? I promise, all right? This is your man, Benz Pharrell. with thinking out loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which I have not been active on, and I apologize about that, but I will get there soon. I'm focusing on Spotify at the moment, all right? You can type in Box Benji in the search engine when you're looking for your man right here that's talking to you. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. All right, you can follow me on Instagram, same name. You can follow me on TikTok, same exact name. I don't remember my Twitter, which is X. I don't remember and I don't care. And the Snapchat really don't give a damn, but I be active on TikTok. TikTok is like the big thing. You might as well call me a TikToker because I'm on the TikTok and I give you all of the latest updates that you are looking for in the news world. In the entertainment world as well, all right. All you got to do is type in Box Benji, B O X B E N J I. You can follow me on Instagram and as well as TikTok. So, I'm gonna holler at you people later, I'm gonna give you another segment. Don't you dare wear your pretty little head off because you know I'm coming back with another one. If I don't come back with another one, please send the authorities because I'm missing, all right. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Boom. It's that Harlem night, ayah. going turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm in family love with you. going turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Body at the boat, David.